Hi there, Piss Freaks and Geeks. Tom Takar here with a couple pieces of business before we get into the show. If you're not already on our Patreon, check it out at patreon.com slash standbyyourband because we've got bonus episodes and our new weekly series, The Worst Song on Spotify, up there, where Tommy and I search for the worst song that exists on Spotify. One tier of our Patreon subscribers also gets to send us a song they want us to discuss, and you'll hear that at the end of this episode when we talk about beloved Patreon subscriber and piss freak extraordinaire Elizabeth Wilson's submission, Before He Cheats, by Carrie Underwood. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. The year is 1993. Mattel introduces Gay Ken, a Ken with blonde highlights, a lavender vest, and an earring in his left ear. Finally, a Barbie doll that isn't for straight men. Women aren't allowed to wear pants on the U.S. Senate floor until two senators protest by wearing pantsuits. Still the whitest act of defiance until Charlottesville 2017. And in San Francisco, California that is, Stephen Jenkins, a man who didn't know how to spell Stephen properly, and Kevin Cadogan became writing partners after hitting it off after a show. The boys quickly put together demo after demo over the next couple of years. Their third demo picked up label attention and Clive Davis invited the boys to New York City to showcase for Arista Records. At live shows during this period, the band had a piñata that would release candy over mosh pits, but at this showcase, they filled the piñata with crickets, crickets that they gathered at a Tommy McNamara stand-up show. In 96, the band got to open for Oasis at the San Francisco Civic Auditorium, and in a rare scenario, they were invited back for an encore after their opening set, and the venue doubled their pay. The industry attention started pouring in, and a bidding war began. Jenkins and Cadogan signed with Elektra Records and in 97 put out their first album. The self-titled release had five singles in Semi-Charm Life, Graduate, How's It Gonna Be, Losing a Whole Year, and Jumper. Semi-Charm Life stayed number one on Modern Rock Charts for eight weeks straight and won Billboard Music's Award for Modern Rock Track of the Year. This would be their most successful album, though their second album, Blue, released two years later, would see two hits in Never Let You Go and Deep Inside of You. With 12 million records sold, three top ten charting singles, and two platinum albums, The Pride or the Shame of San Francisco, You Decide, Today We Stand By, Third Eye Blind. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Stand By Your Band, the show where we have guests on who defend music that people shit on them for liking. And it gets more I'm, wordy every time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a podcast that people also yell at us for def- even bringing up bands that sh- don't need to be defended in their opinion, but then other people get mad at us for defending them. So solve that riddle for me, fucko. <laughs> You're fucko, Tommy. <laughs> what? I don't know. I it was uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you. See. The word's wow. spreading. I listened to the <laughs> No, I like to think you didn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> you just I know. just know. We've never met. Just <laughs> um, the voices you are hearing are, of course, my constant gardener. 
Rachel what? Yeah, yeah. My uh, consistent co-host, um, Tommy McNamara. Consistent co-host makes it sound like it's not permanent. <laughs> hey, you earn your job every week. <laughs> and, of course, our guest today, Teresa Lee. Hello. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, I flew all the way from you, LA. This is just why you came. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not the first. Who else did it? Well, Joe Quazala, I guess. Yeah, yeah, two. Joe Quazala. We've had a few LA people. Oh, no. uh, Kyle Gailey. Ayers, who now lives in LA, but he did it when he, he lived here. He left because he did this he did podcast. <laughs> well, this is like one of those things. People move to New York. Once they do this, what's yeah, left? You've you got to change towns. Yeah. Get new goals. <laughs> if yeah. you read any of those like New Yorker, why I'm leaving New York essays that people always publish, it's always, I did stand by your band. <laughs> <laughs> I did, the Carnegie Hall of Podcasts. <laughs> Um, Teresa, you had a birthday party last night, right? I'm I so did. bummed. I mean, I was going to go and then no, I, was, I know there was a game and I'm sorry you guys. Lost. There was a damn Cubs game and I, I was going to go and watch it there. I don't know if there are TVs there. And then I was like, nobody wants that vibe. <laughs> nobody needs somebody angry in a corner <laughs> watching baseball. <laughs> it was, it was very chill. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, and I did ca- actually, I went to a bar and I saw the end of that game and uh, I was like, oh, bummer. Yeah. Have you been to a Dodgers game in LA? No, I haven't. But people don't really go, I feel like, to walk. I mean, some people do, but a lot of people just go and hang. I feel like there's not really, like, hardcore Dodger fans. I, we feel uh, the same we way. We definitely <laughs> feel the same, and it makes it... I don't want to alienate our Dodger <laughs> fan. What? There's no fucking Dodger fan. But Justin Turner listens. <laughs> Third baseman. Yeah. Oh, that piece of shit. He's the ugliest man in sports. And it's annoying, because we got these babes on our team. We got Chris Bryant's dreamy eyes, and... Uh, and we got to face this bridge troll every week. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I'm all for an, uh, an ugly man. <laughs> but he just, I don't know. There's something about him that I don't like. It. I don't like his attitude. Mm-hmm. I don't like that he plays in the in La La Land. Mm-hmm. City of Stars? Get him out of there. <laughs> um, anyway, that's been Baseball Corner. <laughs> Uh yeah, how's your trip going so far? It's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm here for a wedding, so all my shows are done, and now I'm just uh, I gotta lose a bunch of weight. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's always weird going coming back to New York because I went to school here, so yeah. I feel like it's a mix of different people I have to see, like from mm-hmm. all facets of my life. So. Yeah, yeah, Tommy. You went to school in Boston. Uh, Do you feel weird in Worcester, going? Massachusetts, oh, like an hour right. an hour away from Boston. Yeah. Do you feel weird going back? No, I mean I'm never really in Worcester, but when I'm in Boston, it's nice. I just see yeah, you just see a bunch of people. Like if it, yeah, it's different than if it's where you live. And you I got think. a bunch of dumbass friends <laughs> that are fun to hang a out bunch with. Of wild men, yeah. I yeah. feel like yeah, we spent a night with Tommy's college friend. I just remember uh-huh. there were, were those your college friends or yeah, high school friends? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. where we. Uh, me and Tommy ended up being up up until like 5 a.m. just screaming Kanye <laughs> lyrics in the living room. Yep. And then this dude who passed out at like 8 p.m. came back into the living room and was like, fuck it, I'm drinking again. Yeah. Oh my he God. just started yeah. back up. It was so good. <laughs> that man is a Marine. <laughs> I do always end up staying later, uh, staying up later when I'm out here. And then mm-hmm. just like eating terrible food at the end of the night i had mcdonald's mm-hmm. last night oh well shit. actually i stopped at mcdonald's on the way home and then i was gonna eat it but then my other friend was sleeping in the living room and i didn't want to wake her she got up to go to the bathroom though so i was like oh great i can eat my sandwich i took a few bites and she was like what are you doing it's like i was trying to eat this before you fall back asleep <laughs> <laughs> and then i was like you know what this is really sad <laughs> so then I, 
<laughs> just put it away. Wow. And so I didn't finish it, but I woke up and was like, I'm glad I didn't finish it. Yeah, that that's self-control. Sandwich. <laughs> what sandwich did you get? It was a McChicken. Okay. That's like Great sandwich. That's a go-to. I've been getting it because I am in a real routine where I go to the gym, but then I forget wow. to eat. Congrats. Yeah. Hey, I work out, guys. <laughs> hey, listeners. I'll kick you. I'm working Great out shot. so that I can beat the shit out of everybody who comments on our Facebook. <laughs> um, yeah. Just today, there was one where it's like, I post it. I always post, do you hate like third eye blind? Why? And then I we get a bunch of comments. And every fucking time, I, we've talked about this a lot, but it's just crazy that it's still happening. There'll be six posts down. There'll be, and that's different from three doors down. <laughs> um, six posts down, there'll be uh, a post that's like, nobody hates third eye blind. And I'm like, scroll up two fucking comments <laughs> and look at people like, this. these songs ruined my youth. Nobody uh, important hates them. Like, if you're a good person. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Interesting. Okay, that's an know. interesting I, that's take. That's a very bold statement. We're putting I just down mean, the gauntlet. No, I like that <laughs> like because people... it challenges people to be like, wait, I'm a good person. I just mean my therapist tells me, like, you know, when you're making friends or uh, looking for relationships, you got to look at values, right? It's all about oh. who shares your values. And if mm-hmm. you don't like their day blind, it's like, get out of my life <laughs> there's a lot to You're be toxic. said we're gonna there's a lot to discuss on that <laughs> when it comes to morality and, uh, oh boy, okay. and uh old stephen jenkins oh yeah um <laughs> before that oh yeah i was gonna say i've been doing this thing where i get a uh chicken go wrap thing uh-huh. so i feel snack like they're wrap. Not, snack wrap oh, okay. that's it and uh i every time i do it i feel like shit i don't know why i keep doing it but it's like i'll get my blood pr- uh, sugar will get real low and i'm uh-huh. like i gotta stop at mcdonald's again sucks man i had this guy i had a guy that speaking of the gym i'm sorry i'm like all over the place so i'm like angry still i had two things happen to the gym that infuriated me where one a guy at this one you know how like i don't know if you guys like when you go to the free weights Mm -hmm. sometimes people will just stand in front of the weights and lift so then like they're blocking all the other weights this might be a pr- thing this that only might... pisses me off. But... Well, I don't go to the gym. So oh, okay. <laughs> this is like, inf- it's so rude to me. Like, they'll just pick up the weights and start lifting right in front of the thing. And, and then I couldn't put my weights back. And so I set them in the like th- spot next to where they go. Uh-huh. And then this guy taps me on my shoulder and points to where they need to go. I was like, you're fucking standing in front of there. <laughs> ah. And then another guy asked me to take a picture of him while he flexed. What? No. <laughs> this has happened to me multiple times at this oh gym. Oh, my God. I don't know what... People think of me there. They're not intimidated me by me enough. Anyways. I used to go to the gym, but then I realized I was just doing... So I mostly just do like ab stuff. So I would just go to the mats. Or sometimes I would do the treadmill oh, and then I would go to yeah. the mats. And you then could just spend do like an hour in front of a mirror at a gym that I was like paying for. And I'm like, I don't... I could just do this at home. Yeah. <laughs> so then I stopped. Yep. Me. Yep. But then uh, you don't get that sweet mirror. Wait, you don't have a mirror, do you? <laughs> Oh, of course I have. Oh a shit! Okay, that's what I pay for the gym oh. for. We can't afford a mirror. This has been according to Jim. <laughs> Our gym. Segment. I have a twin sister. It's like a live mirror. I just make her stand in front of me. <laughs> while I work you just out. make her get yeah. really in shape. Yeah. And yeah. You always think. And I eat my McChicken. <laughs> so you, it's an identical twin. We don't know. Uh, they never told us. Really? Yeah. This was. <laughs> 
This has caused fights actually before. Wait, what? what? I know what. Di- you guys are like identical. One though. time I told someone, oh, it was at a festival, and people asked me, and I told them that I didn't know, and then like people got angry at me. They're like, how do you not know? I'm like, I don't know. The doctor just never told us. I see wow. steam coming out of Tommy's ears <laughs> right now. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Like, we do look like we could be identical, but Mary Kay and Ashley are fraternal, so. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That the more you know. <laughs> this is an educational podcast sure. now. Let's uh let's talk a little bit about Third Eye Blind. Yeah, Should we go yeah. right to the Facebook since we're there? Yeah, let's we're already at the Facebook, so let's look at some of these comments. There were some great comments today actually. Uh I want to uh thank the people who responded, not the ones who fucking said no one uh, the, right off the bat we got it. <laughs> I don't. How dare you? Hey Ryan Niemiller. Get fucked. <laughs> I'm sure none of those people listen to the podcast. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is people will ask to be a guest within this thing. And they're like, hey, I hate Maroon 5. Can I do the show? It's like, that's not what the show is. That's not the show. <laughs> <laughs> this is the show. Uh, okay. I so. keep messaging the show Rescue Me like, I love fires. Can I do your show? <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I served in the parking wars. Um <laughs> We got uh, Kevin Lobkovich says, I just want something else to get me through this semi-charm kind of life, you know? <laughs> and then someone else like wrote, action- I'm not listening when you say, Tommy's a piss freak. <laughs> <laughs> that someone was me. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kevin wrote, I wish he'd step forward off that ledge. Oh, now that's fucked that. up. That's fucked up. Hey, we can't shame Tommy for being a piss freak anymore. <laughs> All right, so Mike O'Keefe uh, says, So I saw them live over the summer, and the lead singer gave this very long, meandering speech about how their band and their fans are a community, and they have a one heart that, they have one heart that beats together. <laughs> then I remembered we got our tickets as part of a Groupon. The show was full, half full, and everyone was on their phones. <laughs> Not a lot of self-awareness from the th- Third Eye Blind camp. Um, do you agree with the one heart that I, beats? I, I, okay, so I, I've heard him do these speeches, and I actually like them, because I feel like he, I mean, like, you know, they know that people want to hear the old hits, but I feel like he's, like, they're great live, and I feel like Stephen, I've seen them twice in the last two years. And, oh, shit. <laughs> wow. All right. And, like, Stephen Jenkins is, like, into it, like, and he talks to his, you know, the audience. They're not, I guess they're not all fans of that. Was, right. It sounds like that was maybe, like, some festival or something where they had a bunch of people. I could see that. Did you I see was, him in L.A.? I saw... Him and on a double header with Dashboard Confessional. Wow. <laughs> Hands in down, best Irvine. show you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. uh, in Irvine. And then I saw uh, them play Outside Lands. Uh, Ooh, so that was that part nice. of the festival. But he was also great. And yeah, he gives gives these speeches. Uh-huh. He connects to people and he like leaves it out there on the stage. He doesn't have to. Yeah. He could just play a recording and just like lips. They, people don't, you know, like he knows. they they're, Sure. They're, but then he's like, no, I'm going to give you a good performance so. well, the fact i i can see uh, some of the complaints on here that people saw them and they didn't play the hits like they played new stuff yeah and actually I, actually <laughs> you put a new song on yeah. your playlist then i was shocked because i so i stopped li- listening at ursa major is mm-hmm. what it's called yeah and because i thought so i hated that album uh-huh. and then so after that i was just like i'm not gonna go back and i kept hearing bad stuff but the song you put i don't i don't normally tip my hand early but i liked that song that you put from the new one and then it made me seek out the new stuff yeah. but i will i'll we'll talk more about that when we get to the playlist but i, I agree with you like they definitely dropped off in mm-hmm. the, like you know in the 2000s or, or whatever yeah that or some major came out but i think it's because you know they just hit it so hard coming out of the gate yeah they're so hot 
but he's like i think he's a great musician and he's mm-hmm. a great songwriter so that's know, what kind of came back around and then you kind of go through their library and yeah not everything in there was yeah. the best but you were also comparing to these like top charting songs sure from, like they're absolutely 90s. they were definitely like uh what do you call it fire in a pan is that a what? Is that a <laughs> saying? <Sure. laughs> is that a Chicago is thing? That a saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we have pan yeah, pizza. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, pan pizza. A Chicago Fire. Or Chicago fire. <laughs> oh no! They were like uh, flash in a pan. That's what I was trying to think. I still of. don't know that. <laughs> That's the, that doesn't like, apply. It doesn't because they were well, like if they were flash in a pan. They would have been a one hit wonder. Oh, sure. I guess it felt like a very short window because it was like uh, ninety seven and ninety nine, mm. and then they had a bunch of hits off those two albums, and then nothing ever again. It felt like. But they've kept going. They kept going, yes. But uh, as far as hits go, they haven't. Mm. So that's what I meant. So it applies, and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> really quickly, uh, that you touched on his songwriting. So I want to play. Uh, our, we have a, a weekly segment oh, called have, oh. "We." They went to Jared, where our friend Jared Thompson. It, I wasn't going to play a clip of bad lyrics. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we. So this is this is a weekly segment. Our friend slash foe Jared Thompson. Uh, Maybe my best friend. Um, he uh, he sends us voice memos ba- uh, about shitting. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, okay, good. It. So for the What's listeners, up, I'm going to clunk my way through this a little more. Yeah, he just shits on the band. So today, me and him talked for about a half an hour oh, arguing wow. about oh, no. uh, Third Eye Blind. And he made some great points, but I will, we'll talk okay. about it after oh, I uh, play this here. I didn't get it ready, of course, because I'm a dumbass. All right, where's Jared? Okay, let me turn this way up. What's up, y'all? This week they went to Jared. The boys, Tom and Tommy, are going to have a guest on defending Third Eye Blind. I think we kind of covered this in the Bare Naked Ladies episode, uh, maybe something else, maybe Coldplay, where, uh, you know, Third Eye Blind is really bad. Um, I understand, believe me, I get sentimentality of fans that you grew up with. I understand that this podcast sometimes centers around that. Like a lot of times the guests listen to this music in middle school or high school or whatever, and it was like one of the first bands that they liked. So there's a sentimentality attached to it. So I totally get why you would like this band if you liked it when you were younger. Uh, There's nothing to defend now other than that you think it's fun still. Uh, it's not good. Uh, I think my point originally in the Bare Naked Ladies episode, if that's where we discussed this, I think my point originally was that he, this was like the first time that I've ever known where a band had like commercial success, radio, and, you know, were popular in the mainstream, not being able to like carry a note. It's just never really happened before. Like, you know, Bob Dylan was never, like, a, a sincerely, like, huge radio artist. A lot of people don't like Neil Young's voice. I mean, so I get that they're a bit popular artists, but I'm saying Third Eye Blind was, like, on the charts. Like, they were popular in a way that maybe Bob Dylan wasn't at the time that the albums were released. So it's really interesting to me. It's terrible. I hate it. And I don't really get it, but I also was older when they were first around, so... Anyway, all right, I'll talk to you guys later. Okay, so Jared called Whoa. me today. And we <laughs> talked about this. I, I hadn't listened to that, but he we discussed it. We talked about this for about a half an hour. Mostly the concept of that 
we like this because we grew up with it or something that it was like a nostalgia thing first of all i am still young <laughs> so i don't appreciate that comment yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's all right you win <laughs> no the thing that i was trying to tell jared because jared uh his point was you can't argue that this is good he was like listen to like the war on drugs or the beatles or something he was like compared i don't want to uh, muffle up what he said but he was saying you can't listen to this and say it's as good as like nirvana or something like that and my thing was like yeah but you can still enjoy it Mm -hmm. and musically if you don't like his voice you don't like his voice that's just the way it is like you either like it or you don't i happen to like it most of the time sometimes (laughs) i don't um but lyrics are so important to me yeah and that was what we I think I think I he understood a little bit more when I was like he says things in these songs that sometimes I think are perfect like yeah. he has the perfect breakup lyrics like you didn't put there are like three songs on here that oh, I was like that I would have been like I have to put this on like uh, yeah I mean losing a whole year I think is one of the best yeah. breakup songs there is it's so good or just like bad relationship songs it's so good it's very I. Well, first of all, I disagree that they're bad musicians. <laughs> I think, well, and yeah. I don't know about all of them, you know. I mean, I know, I guess Kevin and Steven were the main uh-huh. guys, but Steven is really who I think of when I think of the Red Blind. And he's like a great songwriter. And mm-hmm. he's written, he like wrote for Vanessa Carlton. He wrote White Houses. He's, they dated, right? Yeah, they dated. That's okay. I do love White Houses. So I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> That's like the like girly version of like feeling like, you know, young relationship stuff. Yes. That kind of really perfectly captures the loss of innocence, but in a happy way. You know, a lot of times people say, about losing a virginity in a sad way sure. i think both third eye blind and i guess that vanessa carlton song do a good job of like taking sad topics and making it fun yeah in a way where you can still like connect to the sadness but uh-huh. also have a good time sure wait that is so weird that he wrote that yeah he that's wrote, like the, well, he co-wrote it but i think he wrote it i, I mean not to be like, like she yeah. couldn't do it but the high school like losing your virginity anthem for women oh, and yeah. it was written by this like 35 year old guy when someone puts it in their aim profile you're like well she's not a virgin yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny um yeah i think it what i think what the argument was is like yeah these are lyrics that probably speak to a, a young person but i feel like that he is able to uh elaborate he's able to like bring to life feelings mm-hmm. that you're like fu- like he's so angsty and like yeah he's okay I how I, he's like educated and sad which is why i like him that's like, yeah it's sort of he seems really smart yeah he's like went to berkeley and he's from my he went to right. my high school oh he oh, did yeah he's like from my hometown so he like do you have any rumors about him from the old days <laughs> i think he like didn't want people to know he's from palo alto because it's like a nice town <laughs> <laughs> so i think he was a little bit like shunning that yeah but um, and James Franco is also from there, and I think they're both similar. A lot of people hate James Franco, sure. But I like them both in the sense that like they both connect to this like teenage angst, yes. But also like kind of transcends it. Like there's a sense of like they're aware that they're privileged. Like I don't yeah. think he's trying to argue like oh my life is so hard, but he's also dealing with like you know depression and suicide and drugs yeah. and anxiety, and he's able to like capture that sort of like middle America. Uh huh. Like you have a lot of things, but also you feel this like longing for something else. Quick question. Well yeah. done. Have you ever heard the Radiohead song Palo Alto? Because it's cool as hell. I don't know if I've oh, heard that. Know, What's it I? on? It was one of the B-sides from OK Computer that just oh, got released. It's so good. Check that out. It's about your dad. Yeah. Um, Is my name mentioned in it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the bridge. Yeah, they talk just... about you and the street you lived on and stuff. 
<laughs> it says Karma Therese. <laughs> that is a stretch. <laughs> Sub Teresa, homesick alien. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that you either like that part or you don't. It's. I feel like it's hard to uh, to argue whether or not that's good or not. But or, arguing if you like his voice or not, that's a different thing. But I do think musically, like to be clear, I think he's a good musician. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like he's the Beatles, but yeah. What do you good... think about his voice? Like, do you? Uh, Jared argues <laughs> that he can't hit a note. Well, oh my god! <laughs> Which, I mean, listening like... to some of this, I don't. I didn't think was fair, and then other things, I was like, yeah, I don't think he's. I can't tell if he's not trying to, or if he just doesn't have the voice to do it. But Jared, when we talked on the phone, was saying that um, he was like, he sings as if he's Freddie Mercury (laughs) and he doesn't know that he can't do it. Well, I think it's definitely stylized for sure. I mean, because it ended up being more pop than anything. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like it's like, you know, garage bands in high school. People get into it because they want to play guitar, not because they want to sing. Yeah. So I feel like he's got the music. He knows how to write music. Mm Yeah. I like his voice. I could I, I, maybe it's not like Adele, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All, but there were tons of there's tons of bad singers. What's that song that's just like I wanna fuck you like an animal? Like that, is that nine was inch nails closer. Yeah, how is how like there's songs like that out there yeah. on the radio? Like see that voice doesn't speak blind. to me, but I I also understand that he's accomplishing what he means to accomplish with that voice. If that makes mm. sense, but I've always hated growly voices <laughs> well i would say trent Reznor is indisputably a better musician sure i mean he writes all those movie scores and he plays every instrument on the record and mm-hmm. does all that but sure voice i can say i don't know i don't know how i feel about stephen jenkins voice because i do love some of the songs uh-huh but also like when you think about what jumper sounds like it's kind of <laughs> it's a little whiny yeah it's, it's like that, whiny, it's that he, nasally he has like an adult emo thing going on yeah. where it's like I, I feel like I hadn't heard anything like what he was doing before he did it, where it's like he gets away with saying things that are super emo, yeah. but also with adult undertones. Like he's actually singing about it, the relationships yeah, he sings about sound very real. Yeah. Whereas if uh, Panic at the Disco or or My Chemical Romance, a better example, saying the same thing, like if they were trying to do the same thing, it would sound much more childish, I think. Mm. Um Let's uh let's get into so while we're talking about the nostalgia factor of them, mm-hmm. when did you get into Third Eye Blind? So Third Eye Blind was one of those uh bands that I like was just already there. You know, like it's so hard. I don't even remember like the first time I heard them. They mm-hmm. were like just there, and I was it was like my foundation. So my foundation was really like pop music, and my parents are from Taiwan, so they didn't introduce me to any oldie. So really, it was like straight out of the gate it was like pop punk and mm. pop like i love teeny pop like yeah Brittany and backstreet boys uh-huh. and then i love blink 22 third eye blind like all of that stuff and I, d- I wasn't so into like anything alt quite yet although i don't know this doesn't really count as alt. it's everything on the radio i like so <laughs> it just uh i but what i do remember is there was this kid in my class uh named barry and uh-huh. i had a huge crush on him and oh, he liked shit. Third Eye Blind. Barry, are you listening? <laughs> I think he's married now. <laughs> I think my sister and I looked him up wow. like last year. Home record. Uh, he liked hockey and he liked Third Eye Blind and Blink-182. Mm-hmm. And so then I, I think that's the first time I remember being like, I like Third Eye Blind, but I like them anyways. Yeah. But then that really crystallized it for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. We talked about it. We talked about, well, you weren't on this one, but we we talked about it before with Coldplay. That, that's how I got into it. Is I just like... <laughs> Your friend uh, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> I had a crush on Barry. <laughs> He was he was just a Paul Alto boy. <laughs> and, uh, 
Um, no, I had a crush on this lady, and then uh, she saw one song from Coldplay on my phone and was like, oh, Coldplay, that's awesome. And then I downloaded then everything Coldplay ever <laughs> made. But uh, yeah, Third Eye Blind, I felt like, you're right. It's I feel like it is just the bass yeah. because you hear it all the time. Like, There's three songs on this list that you made us that like just feel like... I feel like people treat them like they're bra- like background noise at this point because they're just all- you hear them all the time. I think it's anyone in our general age group like it's like the way iTunes is like preloaded with some songs your body just knows those songs <laughs> <laughs> already. But okay, I disagree on that because and here I have evidence for it. So like it I don't think it's background noise because I've sung I think I know which songs you're talking about the, the most popular songs. Yeah, I've yeah. sung those songs in karaoke and whenever it comes on like the crowds go crazy. If it was a background noise that everyone hated, everyone would be like, man, whatever. Like, yeah. It's not. Everyone, like, they still like hearing it. And Jumper sure. comes in so, like, you know, d- distinctive. And you hear it and you're like, yes. And everyone gets excited. Okay. So I fair. think you can hear it over and over. And yeah. it still has the same effect. You're like, I love the song. <laughs> it is like a weird, like, you're like a weird Manchurian candidate where if someone plays Jumper, it's like hearing your password. You just activate. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you start. Let me just um, get my skater shoes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I was trying to. You put on your Jinkos and you, you go. Uh, how uh, old are I, you? I don't have Jinkos. <laughs> hey, come on. Hey, fuck you. That's how old I am. Um, you get your phonograph. And <laughs> <laughs> Look at this phonograph. Oh my god. I did when I saw him perform. He was wearing like uh, cargo. I think not. Maybe not cargo shorts, but they were definitely shorts. Yeah. Like. For, like that's how he dresses, just mm-hmm. like this, like grown up teenage boy. Yeah. <laughs> My friend uh, Micah Brucey, I just ran into on the street, and he was. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that. He said when he saw them, they were at some festival. He was wearing an all white linen like pants and shirt, <laughs> and someone threw a beer at him. No. <laughs> and he, like, fl- I mean, he flipped out. Understandably, uh-huh. yeah. there are a lot of stories about him being a dick. That one, you're like, well, it's kind of oh, a guy who threw yeah. the beer. <laughs> yeah. Poor Stephen. Speaking of beer, this is from last night. It's not that bad. <laughs> I just took a sip of a beer I opened last night, and I you ever open a beer right like late, and then you're like, I don't, don't want to drink it. this, yeah. but then you feel bad wasting it too. Mm. What do you do about that? We used to call drink them it during the podcast. We call them wounded soldiers. Wounded Is soldiers. That, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've very never fratty heard of that. thing. Though, we used I think. to say yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I will wow. say to kind of connect those two things. Uh, my main third eye blind memory is uh, my freshman year of college. Uh, I, there was like a big party it was like the spring weekend it was the big weekend and there was this party and it was at a house and I like climbed down to the roof of the house and I was like I could see the whole party <laughs> and it was like I thought it was really cool no and wonder everyone, you love Trent Reznor yeah. so much <laughs> and everyone was like he's gonna die so oh people were like God. come down get off the roof and I was like no this is awesome <laughs> and then finally my friend Pat like climbed through the window also and sang Jumper oh to me God. and that was the only <laughs> thing that could get me up <laughs> so that song literally saved that my life so funny <laughs> yeah 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 Man, you should love them then. That is so funny. <laughs> it's so funny to, to think that that is who he's singing that to. Yeah. Just a drunk <laughs> just... idiot. <laughs> I was reading, uh, I guess, supposedly, because he played that at the... There's this big story. This is a Republican thing? Yes. Oh, yeah. So there's this big story where he played for a mostly Republican crowd at this event. It wasn't an RNC event, but there were a bunch of RNC events surrounding it. And so he wanted to pitch them off. He kind of like purposefully like through the show like he he fucked up he, he was changing the lines to make fun of republican people asking him the, if, them if they believed in science and shit like <laughs> that but he also played jumper and that was like one of the few things they were happy he did but he was like no i played that because it's supposed to be about and he told the story he was like supposed to be about like a gay 
teen like killing himself. It's his best friend. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, some gay teen or whatever. So he thought that that would like maybe inspire some sympathy from this crowd towards gay people, but they mostly just tweeted that he sucked. Um, but yeah, so that's or it's about Tommy. <laughs> but then see, the, how can you not like him? I feel like he's out there trolling, and he doesn't have to do any of this stuff. Sure, like, I think he's. I do. I will say, I think he try. He does have like an air of like trying a little too hard sometimes. But he's also 53 years old. Like he wants, Is that true? Yeah, he's like an old man, and he wants to oh, be Steven. involved. He doesn't have to be. He's you know set for life. Yeah. He still bikes around San Francisco, and like he biked to Outside Lands when I watched him perform, and he uh-huh. was just so happy. He was like, I'm so happy to be in my hometown. And like he, he just wants to care, and sometimes he comes off a little disconnected because uh-huh. he's an old white guy who has a lot of money sure but i think he tries and i think I'm, his heart's in the right i'm place. torn on him as a figure like i think that this is where most i think there are people who are just genuinely annoyed with his music like <laughs> but i think a lot of it is personal with stephen jenkins i think that he has an attitude that people don't like i think the way he dances is bad like <laughs> I, I personally like i don't think i've ever seen him dance there's like him there's a video the video i was watching earlier that you couldn't see but you could hear with run dmc oh, where yeah. it's called um it's i think it's just called rock show or can something we play like that. a little of that is that possible yeah let me see if i can i'm not, i'm actually not totally sure that i can but is he trying try to, to dance well here. or he's just like rocking up there and it's so funny because no none of run dmc will look at him or anything. <laughs> <laughs> i mean they're pretty embarrassing in it too the whole thing is just it should have never happened it's very <laughs> upsetting um it's it's it is embarrassing to me to watch, but I'm gonna try to pull it up here. We also have some clips from from when he was on Cribs that are very. Yeah, have you funny. seen that, Teresa? Oh, I haven't. No. He has the funniest MTV Cribs I think there I didn't ever get was. Cable when I was a kid, my mom wouldn't let me watch MTV, oh, so yeah, I had to sneak that's it in. That's a when form I, of child friends. abuse. I th- <laughs> Did you overdose yeah, on that, it later? That was worse than the actual hitting. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, kind of. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> This is pleasant. You can kind of hear him. He's playing guitar and just like. He's not the one yelling, I'm black. (laughs) (laughs) He says, like. Uh, You see what I mean? Like he's moving around, kind of weird. Oh, that's my least favorite part. When, uh... Oh, shit. Sorry, Tommy. But this is a music video, right? I know, but it's like... Come on. <laughs> I don't know. That, like... I've said this before, but that does sound like one of the songs they would use at Guantanamo. <laughs> to punish I really people. think that that could be... We're doing a new segment called... Uh... Is that on Spotify? Oh, I don't think it is. No, I don't know do if it. it would be worse song on Spotify, but it's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, the distortion in his voice is just disgusting when to me. When was that released? That's like, uh, I think that might have been like 2003 okay. or something like that. that I, I could be very wrong on that. It's, uh, there's yeah, gotta I feel be like a screaming was big. I mean, he's always, he always kind of does that. He's he like, like, he like builds and then he's like, ah, but all right, scream, then, come on, you little but he screams with a melody. <laughs> it's like I a feel thing. like he's like, mel- like <laughs> mon- melodically screaming. Where I, like, I, uh, I like when he does it. Graduate usually. is great. That's yeah. so good. Oh, Maybe that. I, I used to do, else, I like that song. so I have a lot of backstory with Third Eye Blind because I was obsessed with them. They were like, 
not my favorite band, but one of them. They were like a band that I, when I was 18, I downloaded everything that I could find from them and I was obsessed with them. And I just remember listening to, uh, can I graduate? Mm-hmm. I said it like he says it. Um, I had this roommate that hated them and I would annoy him by, uh, I would be like, Hey, um, Chris, can I ask you a question? <laughs> And then I would just crank. He'd be like, yeah, what do you need? I'd be like, can I graduate? <laughs> and I'd turn the song all the way up. And he'd be like, I fucking hate you, man. And you're a fucking nerd. <laughs> like, he was banging, like, three people a day and stuff. And I was, yeah. he's. I've told you about it. Yeah. He's my male model roommate. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, it was What's very. His name again? His, it was full, Chris. What's his full name? No, Chris <laughs> Wagner. I think he's, okay, like, I a fireman go, now. Guys. <laughs> Uh, he ended up cheating. Uh, oh man, this is crazy. Oh, no. I ran into, he was the, like my first like cool friend uh-huh. and he would like have these huge parties at our place and he had this friend who would come over and he like eat dog food for us and stuff. What? <laughs> he, like, he was just a dumb, Sounds big, like, like drunk issues. guy. He was like a hot dude. <laughs> okay. He was like, and he had, he had like a smoke show of a girlfriend. He and... was just a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You know what? I, I forgot. I'd ask him to roll over and he would. But he didn't like vacuum cleaners very much. <laughs> um, yeah, so this guy would eat dog food and stuff, but he had like a hot girlfriend and stuff, and they would come hang out with us all the time. And then Chris uh, banged this guy's girlfriend, oh, and then. No. I ran into the guy like a year later. I and I, Chris kind of fucked us on money and stuff, so I didn't really, you know. But then I ran into that guy. And I was like, "Oh, have you seen Chris lately?" And he goes, "Well, he fucked." Uh, I want to say his girlfriend's name was Teresa. Actually, oh, no. yeah, this was Barry. Um, oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no uh, he's like, "Well, he fucked my girlfriend." So, and I was like, "Oh, cool. Well, good to see you, bud." Um, but anyway, that was uh, that was my story about Chris. I also, so I was obsessed with, uh, how's it going to be and deep inside of you. And I, one of my first, the, I, the first girl I dated, seriously, I was, uh, I put that on and she was like making fun of me and she was like, what are you gay? You like Aww. this? She was like deep Did inside you date Mark of you. Norman? Yeah. What am I gay? <laughs> ah, I'm fat. I'm gay. I'm cheating on you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, but she was like, uh, this is so this is so stupid and she was like deep inside of me and she made like dick jokes about it and I was like, This is never gonna work. I was like, This speaks so much to my heart. Yeah, someone making fun of your taste of music, that's big no no. Big no no. Um And my favorite rapper, big no no. I also feel like usually like girls like when guys are angsty, right? You know, they're like, Oh, they're emotional and they're yeah, like Yeah, this lady was a write, write nice poetry. I don't know. <laughs> Um, People used to love musicians. Yes. So I got super into their first album and their second album a Uh lot. And then I loved that third album, too, for a long time. And then going... It's one of those things where I I fell off of Third Eye Blind for a while. Mm -hmm. I would still listen to those hits. But then I would I would go back to losing a whole year and like narcolepsy. But I wouldn't Mm -hmm. go back to a lot else. And like God of Wine. There's so many good songs. But uh, then going back, I don't know if I loved... uh, out of the vein as much anymore but the song that you picked from it is one of my favorites but let's look a little bit at some of the Stephen jenkins uh antics that make people hate yeah, him why do people hate him so the case everyone who doesn't like third eye blind just doesn't like him as a person yes is pretty much uh that's is a it, lot of it is the it that they think because well, i will say like i do think he captures sort of like where i'm from uh and i know also a lot of people don't like that a lot of people don't like the Bay Area because everyone's so entitled. 
but like you know i'm from there so it's like for me it's like i am aware of having that but mm-hmm. also wanting to like get out of it so i think he captures that well but yeah. i could see if you weren't from there and you hated you know those like sort of rich white kids living in the suburbs like yeah i don't know that's that's what he is so you would hate that <laughs> but i don't know maybe you um, can connect on some universal sure <laughs> I, I think that that's part of it for sure but he also has done some things where i'm like Ugh. like really okay. yeah he's kind of a creep a little bit Uh-oh. yeah <laughs> oh, but yeah. i'm gonna grab my phone for that one yeah yeah i'm also gonna, i'm gonna play the cribs clips yeah so I, I this might not sound great, but me and Tommy were watching him on Cribs, okay. and uh, there were some clips that I was just like, "We have to play these on the show if we can." Now get I'm them. scared you're going to ruin this Stephen is, Jenkins. <laughs> we, I really, I'm going to feel bad if we ruin Stephen <laughs> Jenkins for you, but to be honest, he's a little bit ruined for me. Oh really? Like, uh-huh. I I read some of this stuff while I was listening to music, and I was like, "Oh no! How does he do both? Like oh. he can write these lyrics that I love so much, but he also says." Well, he does sing about fucked up shit, so I can see, like, he's, you know, probably done some fucked yeah. up shit. But I'm like, well, if you sing about it, he must have learned his lesson. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works all the time, but maybe. <laughs> uh, this, These are some little clips that I pulled from, uh, oh, okay. from Cribs. Oh, boy. Um, let's see if this works. That's my TV. I never watch it. <laughs> did you hear that i never watched. he it. said that's my tv i never watch it <laughs> it's like come on dude that's such a stereotypical like i don't know cool guy thing to say yeah this is him talking about I'm wearing top hats and i started collecting them this is made in 1850 and it's in really good shape <laughs> <laughs> these are these do not sound as good as i was hoping they would but he said i started wearing top hats and i started collecting them <laughs> uh there's also uh i'm just gonna i'm just gonna as i remember them now he goes he starts playing his guitar on the couch and he's like yeah this is my guitar it's uh it's got a lot of sadness in it and then he like plays a string and then he goes yeah it writes the songs for me (laughs) which i fucking it's so lame but what do you think a musician is that's true like every successful musician has at one point been at a college party and like pulled out his guitar and been that's like, true i'm gonna play it like <laughs> bad people have also done that but like you know the good ones did it too I yeah oh like, that's a good point who, who's chasing that career that's a good someone point. who thinks their guitar speaking sadness yeah. to them like the funny thing about his that is true that's fair uh the funny thing about his cribs is that his place isn't even that cool and then <laughs> he has this record player. i want to see if this one will play I still have some records. <laughs> he said I had a record player in here, but it broke. <laughs> You're rich, dog. <laughs> like, this is your MTV's coming to your house to film your t- your house for all of the world to see. You're like, yeah, I didn't really fix the record player, or whatever. I'm a millionaire. <laughs> Maybe he was just like a backup, and they're like, oh shit, we, and that could be. Show up at the last second. That is very possible. Um, I think he'd be pissed if that were the truth. <laughs> So we found some accounts, though. Uh-oh. If you just search Stephen Jenkins and like, unfortunately, now the controversy thing is uh, is you get overwhelmed with uh, oh, sure. stuff from the RNC thing. With a friend of mine, so I don't know if you're going to talk about him and girls, which we is are. what I think we are. <laughs> yeah, for sure. yeah. <laughs> so I can kind of be like, please well, tell the story. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Th- I don't know the full story. I know yeah. they hung out and he like flirted with her, uh, and 
there wasn't anything that happened or anything. But I can see if he's like flirting with. Yeah, I mean, she's, she wasn't. Well, anybody. You know she was in college, like twenty or something. He actually wrote "Graduate" when he was hitting on underage girls. Oh no. my god. <laughs> <laughs> He was trying to relate. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. oh, school sucks, right? He was like, hurry up and graduate. Can you I graduate? You? <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is one that was, it, I mean, some of these sources you don't know because this is like from yeah. Reddit, but this uh, woman wrote, a friend of mine banged Stephen Jenkins, the lead singer of Third Eye Blind. She was front row at a concert at a college she went to. He told her uh, to come backstage after the show and pick two other girls too. After getting a closer look at them, he picked her and took her back to the trailer. I heard it was sweaty, and he was really fucked up. <laughs> but what did you expect? Yeah. Okay, but that's a so- like that we- doesn't sound that bad. I mean, I, I'm not like saying like musicians should go out and like just pick people, but you know they do that, and it sounded consensual. Yeah, and it sounded like yeah. her her friend wanted to fuck Stephen Jenkins, and then told her other friend about it, which meant she was like. Hey, guess what? I fucked Stephen Jenkins. Yeah. I think the so, weird part is that he picked I mean, three women. That's and then, like, the part that's very odd is like to bring them back and like hmm. eye like them up. Like a game show? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then be like, uh, I'll take that one. <laughs> like Tommy does that, but he, take, <laughs> he picks two of them. <laughs> it's a little more fair. And I call it a mick pick, too. Yeah. <laughs> I do that, but then I make the other two <laughs> hook up Mac with each other. <laughs> What's that? Nothing. Oh, shit. I said I do that, but then I let the other two hook up with each other. So everyone gets some. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So this other one, it's very crazy. It's gonna take me a while to read, but it's like yeah, so. This, this is not. This insane. isn't a sex one. This is. Okay. It was a teenage girl talking about the time she met. Stephen this one Jenkins. is like bonkers. This is the one that I read where I was like, ah. Well, it's very weird, and who knows? It's ex- but it, it's extremely it, long, it, and it's very these, very where, poorly written. Where are these written. stories from? This is from this is from Tumblr, and it's called "The Time I Met mm. Stephen Jenkins." And there's like maybe. Uh, a novel's worth of backstory, but I'll get to the part where she actually talks to him. So she uh, she asked him to give an autograph to autograph her ticket. So, um, okay. So my face burned up, and I said, "Can you initial my ticket, please?" And he's like, "Um, haha. Okay, I've never done this before. This is clearly in her voice." <laughs> His friends started to make faces, and were like, "What?" <laughs> to each other. <laughs> Is this fan fiction? Uh, then Steve, this is the crazy part. Uh, then Steven just went into this like rap frenzy and started saying vulgar and crude things like 14-year-old wet pussy and people fingering underage girls. I shit you not, but I tried to smile anyway. I looked at my friend like, what the fuck is going on? Steven gave me back my ticket, and then I said to Alex, we need to leave. And he said, not before I get by and sign too. And uh, no, the rest of this is bad, but the yeah, whole the well, important thing they, is the they're they're like mean to her friend. That was like part of it. Yeah, and then I think they like they say the part that's weird is the uh, I signed her ticket with Matt. He starts rapping again as he's signing this other. Oh yeah, kid's here's ticket. what he says. So then he started rapping, started rapping again, but this time it was about us. The only line I remember was I took that bitch's mascara and fucked her, and then I signed his ticket and then fucked him too. That doesn't sound like Stephen's writing. <laughs> <laughs> now this story was I, verified. No, it's not. <laughs> Stephen well, said yeah. it's all true. CNN posted this <laughs> fucking uh, fake news hacks. I mean, it's tricky because I obviously, in general, I want to be like, yeah, I, I don't want to be like. In general, if someone reports something, you should believe women or investigate it. But just in ge- also on the other side, in general, a lot of teenagers write things about celebrities that they like. So. Mm. I would need more information to really yeah. like really make a I informed opinion about this. Sure. It's clearly in her voice, especially. It really yeah. doesn't sound like yeah, and it's on Tumblr and if it was legitimate, I feel like 
but I don't want to say okay so I'm like getting like a reckless <laughs> because I just based on the idea of like uh, teenagers making up stuff about celebrities I'm like that mm. sounds fake yeah but from a real life perspective I'm like okay if that happened that's pretty traumatizing mm. and I hope it did not sure happen the part yeah her saying <laughs> how much <laughs> you really got through that that was a tightrope you just wow <laughs> I used to do pageants so. <laughs> oh my god there's also this one this one's not about women but there was a there's a great hate song AV Club does hate oh, song oh that was just reading that it's do you so have, good can you pull that up I have it yeah. pulled up yeah um it's from uh, what's his name? It's a uh, singer songwriter uh, John Vanderslice, and uh, <laughs> Vanderslice rules. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, he says that um, he hates the song. So they they these artists pick songs they hate, and he picked "Semi Charm Kind of Life," and he he admits because there's a moment where he he um, quotes Char- Tom Sharpling. And he says that they're garbage music, but then he admits he's like, but they are—they're better than a lot of the shit that like of that category. They're actually pretty good musicians. He like he even admits that, but he's like, they're making music that's not necessarily interesting. But then he says the reason that he hates uh, Third Eye Blind, the reason he hates that song is because he used to have a small studio. It's a what is it called? Tiny. It was like a. Damn it! It's not tiny furniture. That's what I want to keep calling it. But it's uh oh shit, tiny telephone. So he had a studio called Tiny Telephone, and um, he would have kind of smaller artists come in and uh, record for. A, it's a cheaper studio than what you'd find in L.A. It seems. And um, Third Eye Blind at 2002, when they were kind of at the height of their success, because 97 is their first album, 99 is the second one. People love their like their radio hits are still playing all throughout car radios. A young, a young uh, Tom Takar at that time, Tom Brady is cranking out, uh, cranking up uh, Jumper. Uh, so they want to use the studio. They set up a deal. With, they set up a meeting with this guy. Um, Jenkins shows up like forty five minutes late. I think it says two hours late. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, that's right. He said that they're waiting and thirty minutes passes forty five an hour, hour fifteen, so he hour shows up, sixteen, yeah. two hour hours late. <laughs> and he, he he and he's on a, on his motorcycle, so he's just like Paul Rudd and uh, <laughs> what out American Summer. He just rolls in like yeah. So he's where he's got his motorcycle helmet. Everybody's quiet. The band like this is another thing. He's really shitty to his band members. It seems like one of them is suing him. Yeah, he's yeah. been sued multiple times by different band members. Mm-hmm. Um, Never a good sign. Nope. Uh, so he kind of fucks people on money. It seems like a little bit and on ownership of the band. He's kind of like this is my shit. Like you, nobody else like- gets to. I mean, it kind of is. Oh, what the fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's definitely the lead singer. Oh yeah, writing sure music. But you got to be good to your bandmates. That's true. Um, I don't know the details of that. <laughs> so then, let's call them up. <laughs> that would be sick. That would be sweet. Get him on the phone, Tommy. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So my favorite part of the story is that when he shows up, he spins a chair around yeah. and sits like front, like cool like, teacher wise. Yeah. yeah. So he and he gets in this guy's face. He pulls up a chair. He doesn't talk to anybody. He just pulls up a chair, sits face to face with the guy, and he doesn't say hello. He doesn't say, "Hey, nice to meet you." We've been contacting you through manager. He sits down, pulls up the chair. He goes, "Okay, what are we gonna do about this rate? We've got to get this rate down." 
And the guy tells him, he's like, look, this is the, one of the cheapest studios in the country. I really shouldn't even be working with you because I have to kick out everybody else who uses the studio because they wanted to use it for six weeks straight. Oh, wow. So then he ends up doing it. Uh, he tells him that, and then he, st- he he didn't say anything. He doesn't respond to anything that the, uh, uh, this Vander Slice fella is saying. He just uh, he just listens, but he doesn't respond. And then he... Uh, he doesn't say anything. Then he stands up with his helmet, starts pacing around the room, and everybody's quiet. And he just goes, okay, let's do it. And then walks out and gets on his motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess he was like never in the studio either, which I don't understand. I don't know if that's I bad. think what they're saying is, yeah, yeah, that he would just like, like he'd let the rest of the band just kind of do all the work. And then, and then he, he would, would just like kind of show up and yeah, yeah. bob around and hmm. yell lyrics. Well, that happens with a lot of bands yeah. where they get to the point where they just hate each other so much that they can't. I mean, that happened to the Beatles. They couldn't be in the same room when they recorded uh, mm-hmm. the White Album. I heard they broke up. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever those guys. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of arguments to be made that he is kind of a jerk. But you don't seem phased. Well, so maybe no, not. I mean, I, I can see that. Like, I, it, I don't want to excuse his bad behavior so i think that does sound pretty shitty and i can totally see that but i just okay (laughs) i don't think i don't think that all of that makes me not like the music i also think that not to be like this is okay i think all musicians should just be better but you know most musicians are kind of shitty wow like when they get big because it's like i don't know you just you're just disconnected i mean I don't think it excuses behavior, and I'm sure there are musicians who aren't like that. But I don't know. He look, don't be an asshole. That was one story. And, uh, <laughs> long career. Well, Vanderslice makes a good point in that where he says like bands don't really do that anymore because of the internet. Yeah. So now everyone is on their best behavior more because oh, it's sure. like the second you're a dick, everyone yeah, it's talks kind about of, it. Not that it's I saying that it's unfair isn't right because it's like just be nice to people. Yeah. But like it is kind of shitty that it's like. This he started acting like this on the cusp of this of blogging and stuff like yeah. that. So it's like it's all it kind of is all out there on him now mm-hmm. because now whenever he does something, it's just like it, yeah, people are going to call him out for it. I know that there was more here. Yeah, were those the only so because you said there were stuff with girls, but then were those two the there wasn't? I think those two were both sort the, of like yeah. I don't think there's not anything actually like, assaulting. Still, I don't bad, think there's any assault. There's no, there's no yeah. like okay. Because yeah. I got yeah. scared. It's more just a little yeah. I was a little nervous about that. Nothing yeah. like that no, that I've not. <laughs> I saw on one Reddit post someone said he gave my friend syphilis, but that was like a comment on a Reddit post, so you can't really believe it. <laughs> he dated Charlize Theron. Did he? How do you say her name? Theron? He did? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. <laughs> He's a weird looking dude, kind of. Dude, women love those 90s. Adam Durrett's dating Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, like, that's women true. love those yeah. 90s, man. I'm trying to find if because there are so many quotes from him that were stupid. But he does I, like yeah, he's very like uh, into himself. I'll give you that. That's mm, true. I think I, pompous I, is a word that gets. <laughs> well, I would say confident. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe sexy. <laughs> I found. I remember last time I looked him up. Uh, he said um, the thing that made me like a little bit less in awe of him mm-hmm. lyrically. Because uh, I was talking about the song Deep Inside of You earlier, how much it meant to me. And then uh, someone asked him, 
Uh, no, it was how's he going to be? Because he says the soft dive of oblivion, mm-hmm. and someone asked him what that means, and he just said, "Uh, a pussy." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. so that was like oh shit he's kind of an asshole in interviews too like i like i was reading a bunch of interviews with him where he's very dismissive of the interviewer and like they'll ask him questions that are that are actually good and he's just like yeah i don't know man like i don't know what you're reading into it but that's not it and it's like shut up Aww. He there's an, an interview with him uh from billboard where about the uh the rnc thing where he's just so dismissive <laughs> and like kind of aggressive i don't know Let's see. Damn it, there's no... All right. You know what? That's enough of Third Eye Blind. <laughs> it's not. Uh, we're going to do the playlist now. All right. Yeah. Let's jump into it, because I do want to talk about these songs, too. All right. The first song on your playlist is a little ditty <laughs> called Jumper. I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. You could cut ties with all If you do not want to see me again, I would understand. I would understand. The angry boy, a bit too insane. I sing over a secret pain. So good. Great song. Wow. Classic. That, like, I remember as a kid, that song moved me a lot. Mm-hmm. Teresa's crying. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like that it's it's such a, like, a serious, sad thing, but also, like, uplifting. I don't know. There's yeah. something really nice. Great he, song. he dances a line of just, like, I don't know, just talking about something terrible, but not in a way where you're, like, that's disrespectful. No, it feels like uh, genuine. Yeah, and like, it's like a, you can feel the friendship in it too. And I I think a lot of why that song meant a lot to me as a kid too is no one. It didn't feel like anybody was talking about that. Mm-hmm. So like teen suicide or like even just suicide in general didn't feel as talked about as it is now. Mm-hmm. I feel like people talk about it a ton now, especially with like like gay kids being harassed and stuff like that. So then mm-hmm. hearing that. I was just like, oh, finally somebody's saying something real. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I mean, kind of like now we laugh at it because it's so out there and like the whole idea of being emo, or whatever. But he was like yeah. one of the first ones doing that, so it was real. And now it just feels it's funny to be genuine. So that's that's why we're so like, true. Yeah, I remember when I got to college, a friend of mine would play this ironically, and mm-hmm. I was just like, hey, what the fu-? like? I had to pretend like it was funny, but I was like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> a good song. That happened to me with Foo Fighters, like we talked about with the uh, uh, Best of You, where they were like, "Oh, what if you liked this?" And I was yeah, like, yeah. That'd be <laughs> All right, uh, the next song on this list is "Semi Charmed Life." This yeah. is the, I believe, their first big single. Oh no.
college i was like that is hot that's oh. a hot line the yeah he's a he talks about sex a lot and i was a kid i was it's it's kind of like uh we talked about with maroon five <laughs> part of what i liked about it i was like oh i shouldn't be hearing this <laughs> <laughs> just learning your moves from mm-hmm. listening <laughs> and then he talks about doing like bumps or whatever and you're just like this is crazy that this is a pop yeah. song yeah yeah Tommy, what do you think? I mean, I'm not. I love the song, but I every time I listen closely to the lyrics, I hate it a little bit more. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what is it you don't like about it? Because it's like too cool. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it is just like yeah. You know, she comes around, she goes down on me, and all that. So it's, it's too much. It's adult, Tommy. I'm so down in the mattress. That's not like he's but being nice to this lady. It's a bad. <laughs> he should be a gentleman. It. How do you she know? Likes it. Where's her song? <laughs> It's that's a, what Vanessa Carlton's singing yeah, about. Her first time you put her face down in the mattress with a dick. Yeah, if you play those two songs together, there's a secret message. Oh, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Just lines yeah he up. was high on, uh, what, what is he he's talking about? Crystal yeah, he's, he's on crystal, crystal meth. Yeah. Banging a 16-year-old girl. Is oh, it, he's a good guy. Is it meth or heroin? I thought it was meth. Right? Yeah, I read meth. San Francisco, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I... I was going to say, I feel like that's another case of where he's singing about something dark and like addiction. And yeah. But it's so jaunty. Like, it's such a happy song. Yeah. No, it's fun. That's the yeah. thing is you hear it. Like, I feel like they did a Kids Bob version of that or something. <laughs> and it's just like a fun song. I, I'm i actually very curious about that. I'm going to look that up later. If there's a kid. Um, yeah, we should do a whole Kids Bob episode, to be oh honest. Um, yeah, so that was Semi-Charmed Life. And Such I feel a like there's a reason that they became big off of that. Yeah. It's, it's exactly what you just said. The, thematically, it's weird. And then it's just like... It's a fun song. Yeah. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it makes you want to sing along. But uh, but then I think there's so many layers. Like, I, I liked him when I was younger and I had no idea what he was talking Same about. Same here, yeah. And then as I got older, you kind of, you connect to it in different ways. And then just even the idea of addiction and the idea of, like, going back to a place and just, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, how, I don't know, well, addiction, you know. But all that stuff, it's, like, great. I don't know. Like, yeah. it really, it's not the sad part of it. You're thinking sure. about the uh, the happiness Yes. But looking back and being like, I know that was wrong, but like, mm-hmm. I really But like- the point is, 
addiction. Wait, I have something to talk about. Good. Okay. <laughs> yes. Before you switch Go to the ahead. next song. Uh, so I searched semi term kind of love kids bop, and it's like a Mandela effect thing. What? Oh, where people this, remember yeah. it, but it didn't, but it didn't happen. Uh, I distinctly remember the song Semi-Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind being covered by Kids Bob. <laughs> I had heard this cover many times in my youth. I mentioned this to a few friends. They all remember it, too. After many Google searches, I can find nothing proving the song existed. Google the song Kids Bob. Dozens of links pop up where people remember the song, yet no one what? can provide a link. Interestingly enough, a few sites near the top are indexed with titles such as Five Inappropriate Children's Versions of Famous Hit Songs. Uh, what the what? fuck is going on? <laughs> this is the first time this has happened to me. Yeah, all the other ones I was like, I don't remember that, but this Do you one. Remember this yeah. one? I can. I remember the commercial. I thought, but maybe what? I guess uh, maybe I'm a fucking idiot like these other people who thought that uh, there was a movie called Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> these fucking idiots. Oh man, um, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. I feel weird now. All right, uh, the next song is Motorcycle Drive by Finally, yeah. we're getting into some deep cuts. <laughs> Summertime and the wind is blowing outside in the Chelsea, and I don't know what I'm doing in the city. In this song, he's really doing that voice thing where it's like, My eyes. It crashes through the windows I'm sleeping I on the couch <laughs> When I came to visit you That's when I knew That I could never have you I knew that before you did Still I'm the one who's stupid And there's this burning Like there's always been Never been so alone, and I've never been so alive. This is of you on a motorcycle drive by. The cigarette ash flies in your eyes, and you don't mind. You smile and say the world it doesn't fit with you. I don't believe. That part where he says, and there's things I would like to do that you don't believe in. <laughs> I don't know why. As a kid, I always just assumed he meant like anal or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. But then you listen, it's like he clearly just wants a relationship yeah, with somebody that doesn't want one. it. No, I love that song. Because um, it's like, that one I will give maybe is a nostalgic thing. Because yeah. I just remember... It's like that thing where you have a crush in high school or whatever, and you hear that song and you just picture the person, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. I think it fits really well with that sort of thing. I don't know. I actually connect New York to that. Really? Because, well, and I feel like that song tells such a nice story of like, you know, he's chasing this love to a big city, and I did that, kind of. I when I went to NYU, and uh-huh. I like followed this guy who I thought I was going to lose my virginity to. Uh, spoiler, I didn't, but uh, I like was in love with him for years, and... Yeah, I like moved to New York and I remember just, he went to the new school and I went to NYU. Mm. And I would just like walk around and try to run in, into him all the time. Yeah. And there's like a more to the story. But anyways, I do like feel like that sort of like chasing someone to a big city and just like 
feeling connected to someone in this like massive i don't know there's something really sweet about no it. i no, i get it yeah i also did a dance to that song yeah, I sort of, yeah wait i like a like a lyric oh yeah, yeah cool not, that's awesome i'm not a solo but i was on a dance company in college and we did a like a did choreographed you group. Make it this lyrical. song. Or it was so, this song. I didn't pick. The song. You didn't pick the song no. for it. Wow, they just did that. They did that song. That's crazy. That's yeah. like a deep on on a, on a tilt. We did a tilt kick. You know. Wow. So sweet. Very in my, interesting. Uh, in my high school, if you didn't take like you could either take like gym or theater basically, but if uh-huh. you took theater, which I did, you had to take integrated performing arts. So a third of the year was theater, a third was choir, and a third was dance. Oh my god! Oh, so wow. I had to take dance class, <laughs> yes. and the room had this like big window, and I would always try and like <laughs> be near the wall so that if anyone walked by, they couldn't look in the oh. window and oh see god. me in the That's dance so class. Funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I would pay so much for that footage. <laughs> <laughs> There was always like one guy in all my dance classes growing up, and then they, he was just like in all the numbers, and all the girls like wow. had crushes on him. Damn, just, like the that was one like dude. Tommy. Yeah. yeah, no, it was not like that. At all. <laughs> Do you still have your leotard, Tommy? I didn't have a leotard. Oh come on, <laughs> show <laughs> us that leotard. Oh, <laughs> um, that's uh, Tommy. Also, did that song touch you or not? No. Nah, oh god, <laughs> didn't you didn't like think about anything. You didn't I mean, I thought about picture Marsha. Just think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't for me. But. Oh shit! Okay, all right then. Yeah, I. It's funny that you said that about. So I'm gonna skip to actually the next song. We'll go back to Never Let You Go. But I, the last song on here, what you were just talking about moving to a city because of somebody. Yeah. I feel like forget myself is like 100 percent that. Like that's what makes me feel like that because I did that too. Where I moved well to be engaged or whatever. I uh-huh. moved for a lady and then I like listen to this. I was just like, yeah, you don't feel feel like you fit in. You lose all your friends, and like you're playing a part of something. It's yeah, I love this song. So this is called "Forget Myself."
Ah, I love that song. Yeah, it's a good yeah. So why that song? I just think it's a simple one, but it's it's. So I try to pick ones that have different like stories. Yeah, all of the ones I picked, like I feel like, tell very clear stories. Sure. Um, I, I like all of his songs, but some of them are more like just kind of like. I can see why people would be like, it sounds like background noise because it's another yeah. version of something. Sure. This one, I feel like it's sort of like this really sweet like love story, but it's falling apart and you know yeah. it's not going to work out. Uh-huh. And, you know, we've all been there where you sort of like been in a relationship where you kind of change who you are for yeah. that person. Be, uh-huh. But, you know, it's worth it to you and you get wrapped up and their lifestyle is exciting and new. And, yeah. Um, and it just tells like a really sweet story. So that's why I like it. I like it. Tommy, any thoughts? Um. I hate the way he enunciates. <laughs> I really hate forgetting. I hate oh, that. Oh, yeah, that part I don't <laughs> it, like either. It really bugs honest. me. Forgetting myself. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to. I'm, like, I'm, I'm a little teapot. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't forget. I'm going to stop doing that voice. <laughs> That's my impression of my dad. <laughs> I think the guitars are a little overproduced for my taste. Yeah. See, I I, it's funny that you say that. Because I feel like that's a little bit over. Uh, not that nobody does it anymore. Because I feel like Kings of Leon and shit did that a little bit too. Mm-hmm. But that little like ding, like that mm-hmm. they do, I I love it. But I just associate it with them. Like that mm-hmm. to me is third eye blind. So I don't mind it when they do it because of that. But I, I wish, sometimes it's a bit much. I don't hate I all it. the guitar. Like I love the riff and never let you go. I think uh-huh. it's a great riff. Uh, but in this one, about that one, yeah. yeah. All right, fair enough. Um. Yeah, I love that song, and yeah, it's like, uh, it's that's definitely one where it's, I prefer, I, it's not my favorite sounding song, but mm-hmm. I like the lyrics a lot. I think that that's a lot of what I like about Third Eye Blind, is when he tells a story. Yeah. God of Wine, uh, Motorcycle oh, Drive-By, yeah. like, those are all stories about, and like, you know, I'm a sucker for a relationship story, so I feel like, any, especially if it's one that's like falling apart, yeah. like, that's why I love, uh, that's so much of what I love about them, is like, he... Like, uh, what's it? Uh, how's it gonna be? Is yeah. perfect. I think it's so good. Well, he captures that. I mean, even like a parallel with the drugs too. He really captures sort of like doing something, even though you know it's bad for you. And uh-huh. then, but before it's bad, like there is this really sweet yeah. part of it, and it's like the best thing, and that's the only way you're gonna get that feeling. So you uh-huh. could have this like boring, mild life where you don't have the bad stuff, but you're never gonna get that sweet stuff. Yeah. Or you could like kind of self-destructively get into something you know is bad for you sure. but that like one little like rush is gonna be so good yes and i don't think people should go and do drugs but i just mean like he captures it so well No, but it's worth it for that first rush <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. i'm <laughs> shooting up right now <laughs> <laughs> um okay so the next song here um let's let's uh, go with everything it's easy next this one i was shocked that was on new here. One? it's from 2015 yeah it's I think. a new one i like his new stuff so this is song yeah it's called everything is easy it's off the album dopamine
That's the that's the counterpoint to your their lyrics are good argument. Yeah, look. <laughs> Take my heart up, roll it up like a joint. Oh, that's just because you're straight edge, Tommy. <laughs> Come on. I know it's not like as good as the early stuff, but I wanted to pick some things towards the end too. But I I actually do think he in this one he captures like I like that it captures this sort of like has not has been, but like you kind of feel like he's like lived a life and he's not it's not the same, but that's almost like the feeling you want. Like yeah. wanting to go back to a place is like all his whole vibe, like the whole semi term kind of life is all about trying to get back to this thing. Yeah. And this song really captures that of like you know, when you're I don't know, if you've ever been in a unhealthy relationship where you're like it's bad it's bad and then the moment they're there you're like it just everything goes away and you're like i'm safe and then so i feel like that can also be his career a little bit like you know he's sort of chasing this thing yeah well tommy thinks that's stupid and uh, (laughs) oh my god (laughs) but anyways i've been too genuine wow this is no i like this no that's what this is about it's fine you're fine this is great i have no feelings (laughs) no this is great usually people are like i just thought it sounded sick (laughs) people these fucking guests we have trash No, um, I'm not going to defend Roll It Up Like a Joint, but <laughs> I, th- I like that one. I like the sound of that a lot mm. more than I like some of the old songs that I that I enjoy lyrically more. I thought that was a fun sound. And I, like, I was shocked because I was like, I did not imagine myself liking anything that they've made yeah. since 2001 or whatever, or whatever that third album is from. Um but that I enjoyed. Like I said, it made me li- listen to a couple other songs they had. And then I didn't hate, but that one I definitely liked more than a lot of them. So, great pick. Oh, thanks. You yeah. did, uh, like, a, a lot of this is to expose people to a different sound. Like, uh-huh. something they didn't expect to hear from a band they shit on a lot. And I shit on New Third Headline a lot, and I didn't and expect like to hear that. that. So, I liked that. I, I will say there was a new song he played uh, at Outside Lands that I was like, this is trying too hard, but I was like, I get why he did. It was the cop versus phone girl. I listened to that and, and I, was I was like, like I wasn't uh, into it. Uh, yeah, and I was like, mm, just sit back. Just but the I name get, of it yeah. already. I was like, what is this? Cop so, versus phone well, girl. Well, he's like singing about Let's police brutality, but second. it is. Uh, well, yeah, you'll hear it. It's. I I get where he's coming from. He's trying to help, but I I did think it was trying too hard. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's still catchy though. He's a good. He knows how to write catchy music. I will say I'm thankful that if you go to Third Eye Blind on Spotify, it gives you the hits. Like it doesn't. Okay, a yeah. lot of Spotify artists are like, no, like they'll the they put their stuff. new shit up there, and it's like you know goddamn well that that's <laughs> not what I came here for. Hooba stank. Damn. I assume they would do that. Um, so that's off of We Are Drugs, right? Um, yeah, Cop versus Phone Girl. Just a terrible name for a song. <laughs> It is a great anime. It's the one thing that she owns to keep her known. She's an orphan now. She just moved to a foster home. That phone keeps her connected. She's gonna keep that shit protected. The teacher said, Get out of the class. Come on, can I stay? And to his shame, he said, The call's been made. I hear footsteps sounding eager of a cop that's about to beat her. Now I am all I am out with a good fight And if the cops go by Though with these signs Hey baby, have a good night I am out with a good fight you are 53, Steven. <laughs> That's yeah, just like woke Imagine it. Dragons. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's just his new ploy to get back into schools. <laughs> Maybe uh, instead of imagining dragons, we could imagine equality. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn. Damn. 
Yeah, I don't love Damn. that one. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that song. Uh, okay, so I saved Never Let You Go for last as like a palate cleanser yeah. in case I figured Tommy would hate the last song. <laughs> <laughs> so here is Never Let You Go for the idiots out there. <laughs> Sunburn, I would like to save. <laughs> what does that mean? You know, you peel off your skin and put it in a jar. You never did that. Get that's the fuck out of our house, that's Teresa. A Palo Alto thing. <laughs> <laughs> How could you look at us and say that? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It's Tom versus Sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> All right, that was the playlist, Teresa. That's a good playlist. Thank you. Great oh, this job. Is so fun. This is the best. We still have a little bit more shit to do, but that was a uh, that was a I, I Tommy. You went first last time, right? Yeah. So this time, I'm gonna look through here. I think I'm gonna give this, and I'm biased here because I came in liking the band already. So my score is probably gonna be a little bit higher. Uh, I'm gonna go five point. Three. That's getting near this. Hillary Duff numbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you. Yeah, for Tommy. Tommy gave Hillary Duff a perfect six because he wanted to impress Brian Balduto. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go 5.3, and it's for a reason you probably wouldn't expect. It's because I love... There are so many songs that I love more than some of these that mm, I would have I picked differently. But also, I really five point three is pretty high for this, and I it's out of six. And uh, you've heard, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but also, if you had brought in just the top six 
you know, most popular, that would have been annoying. So it's sure. good that you yeah. Yeah. Ones that, well, there's other songs I like, but I didn't want to put Yeah. I think that for me, you did it the right way, if you had put, uh, I mean, losing a whole year has just mm-hmm. got to be on this list. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 no, I really like this playlist. I'm so glad you put, uh, I would have never expected somebody to put Forget Myself on here, and I, I love that you did it. Power move. Hell yeah. I read your diaries. So. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy? Well, I'm going to go. I'm going to prove Jared's point because I'm given perfect ones to the ones I knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jumper, Never Let You Go, and Semi-Charmed Life. Yeah. And perfect zeros to the ones I did not know. Wow. Like so three out of six for me. All right. Three out of six. But I do really like some songs that weren't on here. I like Graduate a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I do like Losing a Whole Year. Sure. I like that. What's that? Slow Motion is that one? Slow Motion's yeah. great. That's a cool song. Yeah. Darkness. Ah, oh, fuck. There's so many good ones. But, the first yeah. two albums are so good. I feel like you could have just anything I would have given a six. <laughs> but I still, yeah, I'm bumping this up. Yours pissed me off. I'm going 5.5. <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> Three, you sick fuck. I, I told you exactly you what I You told me. <laughs> Teresa, what do you give with this playlist? Of my own? Pl- oh, I have to write my own playlist? Uh-huh. Lately, mm-hmm. people have not been giving themselves sixes. So. Well, this, well, the worst thing I ever had to do was when people are like, raid yourself, because it's like the, you know, the, well, it's not the humble Asian in me it's is like, I can't. Give I can't give myself a perfect score, you know. Think of it as the playlist, though. So, it's not yeah. you. I'm gonna be safe and go five point four oh under you. Wow! I, <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. I just, How are we like three in a row on people doing this? <laughs> <laughs> the first several, everyone was like, "Yeah, six, obviously." <laughs> Ask my Asian childhood. Why. All right, all right. Have you ever done one of those Reddit AMAs? Myself. Ask my Asian. <laughs> 5.4, but you guys all know I underrated myself. Yeah. You all know that out there. Fair That's enough. So take, uh, we have to put an asterisk next to, uh, <laughs> Teresa's score, <laughs> knowing so that she, uh, she was rating herself, she was underrating herself. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's a good score. It sounds like we stand by, uh, as collectively as a group. <laughs> <laughs> I think we stand by every band because of this, uh, having the, <laughs> the guest. Sure. Person on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're, this is an anti shame podcast. So, we talked about this before the show. Uh, our Patreon subscribers, there's a tier where um, they're allowed to send in a song for us to discuss. And the one this week was sent in to us by... I had to pull up just a second ago. And Elizabeth I, Wilson. That's it! Elizabeth Wilson, thank you so much for sending this in. I do want to find the email here. We're going to talk about a classic Yes, and uh, a song that I thought that I didn't know, and then it turns out as soon as it came on, I was like, oh, of course I know this. Uh, so she said, uh, my song discussion request is Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. I enjoy listening to it in all the four ways to listen to music, but I am embarrassed about it. So she's embarrassed for liking this song. She's wrong. No, I no shame. This is Great so, song. I will say, I do think this is a, yeah, this is just a fun song. This is a banger. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a oh yeah totally call it a banger Elizabeth I think you should feel no shame about listening to the song. What are the four ways to listen to music? Oh, Please don't. thank you Please for don't. asking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get into it. MP3 wave. No, 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 no. no. That's a uh, that's four file types for listening <laughs> to music. We'll get into that a different. Time. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, I take it back. So, the four ways we don't to even have time to, to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> the four ways to listen to music are um, in the car. Okay. <laughs> while you're at the gym. 
communally, like at home, I guess. Is that one of them that we said? Sure. I care. That, uh, like commuting, not, uh, not on, like in a car, like on the train or like you're walking or something. Because oh, okay. you're in public. Like, whereas in your, if you're in the car, you're like belting it out. Mm. It's different. I see. And those are the four ways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in the book of Stand By Your Band. <laughs> Chapter one, Can, the four ways to listen to music. We should get one. Somebody make one for us. <laughs> I'm tired of fucking making shit. And leave all the piss stuff off. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? That, that what kind of revisionist history is that? <laughs> all right, let's play a little. All song. right, let's hear some of Carrie Underwood. I just had it pulled up, and I'm gonna pull it up again. The best part of is when we listened to it earlier. Tom goes, "I don't think I've heard this song," and then immediately started singing along. <laughs> oh yeah! As yeah. soon as the before the lyrics even started, I was like, "Yeah, damn it! Ah, I should have done this. I should have saved it before because now it's going to be a pain in the ass." Um, here we go. This is "Before He Cheats" by Carrie Underwood. Slow dancing with a bleach blonde tramp And she's probably getting thirsty Right now He's probably buying her some fruity little drink Cause she can't shoot a whiskey Right now He's probably up behind her with a blue stick Showing her how to shoot a combo And he don't know Shit What else did you carry? White She's trash probably saying, I'm drunk. Shania Karaoke. I'm so glad you picked this song, because this is my favorite karaoke song to sing. Damn. Hell yeah. Yeah, this is... Wait, was this the one you were telling us earlier? Oh, that yeah. You, like, this is the one I... To? Oh, I yeah. do a screamo version of this, where I <laughs> yell at the audience, and I scream, I'll fucking kill you, and I dedicate it to my ex-wife. This is so perfect, because uh, you dedicate it to your ex-wife. <laughs> this is so perfect that it ended up being your yeah, episode. It's my, yeah, I looked up right. some song facts about this, and uh, when Underwood sings about her ex putting on bathroom polo, she's referring to vending machines found in the men's room of certain U.S. drinking establishments. <laughs> Whenever I low grade cologne. Whenever I hear that, I'm like, I wish they had that at the bars I went to. No, you don't want it because they're gross. What do you mean? They're they're knockoff fragrances. They they smell like shit. I did it once and I was like, oh fuck! Actually, I was just at a gas station and they had one and I was like, it was one of those times where I was like on a long drive to like back home and I was like an hour from home and I saw one of those. I was like, on your way to cheat. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> on, Ch- on Carrie Underwood. Right now, yeah. you're probably driving to Indiana from <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's it smells like shit. Those are so bad because they, it'll say like in the in the style of polo or whatever, and then it's it's all oh, the wow. same fragrance. It's like it's the not kids' good. bop of yeah, yeah, exactly. It's for kids sense. to fuck. <laughs> oh, no. It's for kids to cheat on their significant others. Whatever you take that to mean. Um, <laughs> 
so if this... I was a teacher, I would play this to my kids. Like, this is what happens if you cheat on a test. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a Louisville slugger to your uh, bicycle, (laughs) to your little trike, you little fucko. We started this podcast with fucko, and I think we're going to end with it. Uh, Yeah, I think we stand by that song. I'm going to give that a fucking six out of six on its own. Oh, yeah, it's an amazing song. That gets me fired up. Any song about revenge like that, Mm -hmm. I fucking love. Like, um... I mean, it, it's not. It doesn't remind me of the song, but it only in the revenge factor. It's like Earl, uh, goodbye Earl. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, you fucking show that piece of shit. Yeah. I've always loved Louisville Slugger to both have. Oh, those. that's mm, so good. That's, that's so satisfying. Mm, yeah. Doesn't that feel good? Just oh, thinking yeah. about it because you think about yourself doing it and just like, uh, <laughs> the Cubs would probably fucking miss him. <laughs> pieces of shit can't bet right now. Pieces. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any last thing I want to say about this song. I won best country song and best female country vocal performance at um, at which ceremony is this? Is CMTs? The MTs? Uh, yeah, I believe that. Oh no, uh, at the Grammys, I think. Oh wow! However, uh, according CMA. to Grammy rules, however, some songs are still eligible for awards if they were released in. Oh, I see. So it won the next year after it came out. All right, cool. Yeah, so it sounds like uh, the world stands by this song. So oh, yeah. uh, be proud of yourself for listening to it, Elizabeth. That's a good song. Um, I think that's going to do it for the show. Uh, Teresa, thanks so much for coming on. Is there anything you want to promote? Uh, I don't know when this comes out, but this you can should come me out online. next Wednesday. Follow me on Twitter, twenty fifth. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. my birthday. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. That's happened to us like four times. That is crazy. Yeah. We've had four different times it's, where we've put out someone's episode on their birthday. So, and n- never on purpose. It's so that weird. is wow. weird. It's like the Madden curse. Yeah. Except for it's Good. your birthday. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, speaking uh, of the Madden curse, I think that it just turns out that the league is very dangerous. Yeah. And <laughs> the odds are you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was my political point about the NFL to end the podcast. But yeah, check out Teresa online. Some people where would people have said happy you? birthday uh, and Tom goes on a rant. <laughs> Uh, I'm at Larissa T on Twitter, L E R E S A T E E. Hell yeah. yeah! Thanks for having me. This was of really course. Fun. Yeah. Uh, me and Tommy should promote that if you're listening to this the day it comes out, we have a show called Tom and Tommy Comedy Mommy at Caroline tonight, tonight uh, at 9:30 p.m. We have Shane Torres, Joe we Firestone. Have, we have uh, Mark, Mark Norman. Norman. We have uh, Dulce Sloan. Dulce Sloan. Anthony DeVito. And Anthony DeVito. And more. And it's fucking free, you stupid piece of shit. If Why don't you get over there? Broke asses. You piece of shit, broke ass. Uh, if you want um, a, a comp where you... Uh, there's still like tickets where it's like you don't have to pay a two-drink minimum. If you want one of those, uh, email me at... Uh, e- email us at standbyyourbandpod at gmail.com. Um, yeah, that's at 9.30. Also, I will be in San Francisco at Cobb's Comedy Club this very weekend with Nikki Glazer. Come to those shows, you piece of shit. Yeah. Why am I so mad at you? You're listening to our podcast, and we love you. Also, check out our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash standbyyourband for bonus episodes and for our new uh, bonus segment, The Worst Song on Spotify where Tommy and I search all of Spotify to find the worst song we can. And uh, if you think you have one, send us uh, what you've got at the email I said earlier, standbyyourbandpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.